0: In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guests are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togenet Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi.
1: Welcome to Paying It Forward today, everyone. I hope everyone's enjoying this beautiful spring weather, finally. I don't know about you guys, but I have just had it with the cold weather, and I'm ready to put on some shorts and a T-shirt and sit in the sun with my kids and absorb the rays. We need some lightness in our hearts, so... um, this week is going to be very interesting. This is going to be the first time that I don't have a guest because I felt that being that tomorrow, Thursday, April 20th, 28th, is paying a forward day. I thought we'd do something a little different today for my show. I have all of my folders here with all of my notes from all of the previous shows. And I thought that um, I'd like to pay the knowledge forward to you with all of the wonderful tips that we've received from all of our fabulous guests. So I'll be jumping around as to all of the different shows that um, we've had and I'm just going to give you the highlights of the show, which is usually, as most of my listeners know, it's usually like the last segment of the show where our guests come up with their business tips that they would like to pay forward. So with that, I would like to start with the packaging diva, Joanne Hines. I have to say, Joanne was one of my absolute favorite shows, and the reason for that is because I had such huge issues with my packaging of my products, my Glovie's product. So just by having the wrong package, I know it has set me back a couple of years, actually, in the product development stage. And Joanne Hines came on the show. I actually hired an incredible designer. Um, I hired him through Guru.com, and I think that's a wonderful pay-it-forward tip because Guru.com um, through them, I was able to hire a designer at a fraction of the cost that it would have um, cost me in order to do my packaging from scratch. So guru.com, that's the first tip. So you should try to um, check that out in case you have any projects that you just want to outsource that you might not have time for. What I've learned running my business is a lot of times you have to figure out what you are best at. And focus your energy on that. Anything that you might be able to outsource, if you can find somebody that's better, even smarter than you, go for it. Because the end result will be well worth the amount of money that you'll spend. Okay. So let's talk about what Joanne did. What Joanne was kind enough to do, after I hired the designer, we went on the Toginet site, and we posted four different versions of the packaging. Now, um, as many of you know, I have a big baby retailer that's very interested in the McLovey's product, and I actually went in, spoke to the buyer, and the most important thing when you meet with buyers is you have to listen. Try not to do the talking. Just listen, absorb, hear what they have to say, figure out what they want, because that's what's important. In order for a product to sell, you've got to know what everybody else wants. It's no longer you're the inventor, you have all the ideas. I have decided to take the back step. And just use my ears. I listened to the buyer, um, I listened precisely what they liked about the packaging, what they thought would work, what they didn't. And I have to tell you, I am so happy with my new packaging and I can't wait to relaunch it. So the most important thing that um, Joanne Hines had said on our show, which I thought was important, was you gotta know your market. Now, with my Glovies product, as most of you know, it's for toddlers between the ages of two and five, mostly potty-training toddlers. And the thing is, originally, my package had a lot of penguins on it, and it was very kid-friendly. But the truth of the matter is, please, learn from my mistakes. It should not be such a child-friendly product because, yes the toddlers are going to be wearing my gloves, but it's the moms, it's the dads, it's the caregivers out there, it's the grandmas, the grandpas who are actually purchasing the product. So the most important thing here is you've got to get the message across to the actual consumer who is purchasing the product. So what Joanne taught us was you have absolutely just 2.6 seconds to get the attention of the, of the consumer. So I just remember when my kids were born, you know, I would have, I had one child who was four, another child who was two, and I had a newborn. And there in the bucket was a newborn. I had the two kids and I would go into the baby retail stores and my kids would be jumping all over the place. I would be afraid that someone was going to fall out of the car. So I'm telling you all of this because in hindsight, I I put myself in the position of the consumer, and of course you don't have more than 2.6 seconds because you are distracted with your children. So the concept here is get your message across and get it across clearly and as quickly as you possibly can. So what Joanne Hines had taught me was you have to have product-in-use pictures, and what I've learned with my Glovey's product is that um, in my mind as the inventor, I came up with the idea because I just hated the concept of bringing my toddlers into a public restroom. They would touch everything. They would grip onto that toilet seat, that public toilet seat. I didn't know what was happening before my child was touching that toilet seat, and I wanted to protect their hands. So I came out of that restroom and said, oh, my goodness, there must be a better way. The next time I went into that public restroom, I realized that the grandmother next to me was, you know, begging her grandchild, please don't touch anything. And the mom next to us was telling the little girl, hands up, hands up, don't touch anything. And I just left that restroom saying there must be a better way. And that's when I came up with the idea of Glovies. So the concept with Glovies is you just put them on and you – you're. Honestly, it just takes the stress away. I bring my kids into the restroom now, and my daughter, who's four, um, she wears her gloves, and I'm not as stressed out about her touching things, and they're disposable, so you just throw them away. So back to our packaging. So the idea about the packaging is I thought that the package should include the toddler sitting on the public restroom you know, the toilet seat, and um, the buyer came up with a better idea. She said, you know what, there is already a market for the the shopping cart covers, and we know that the fact is that there are more germs on shopping cart covers than there are on um, on public restroom seats. So the concept here is, that if somebody is buying a shopping cart cover, well, guess what? They might be more conscious of germs, and that is my market. And, boy, the light bulb went off and said, gosh, why didn't I think about that years ago? So now my new packaging has my daughter sitting in a shopping cart wearing the gloves, and boom, like Joanne Hines said, in 2.6 seconds, the consumer knows exactly what the product is. Then, if you turn the package over, you see very, very clearly the one, two, three steps of Glovies. The step one is the mom putting the gloves on the toddler, Step two is a child using the public restroom and gripping onto that toilet seat, and their hands are protected. And step three is they're disposable, and you throw them away. Now, back to the front of the package, we also have a toddler in the upper right-hand corner, very visible, uh, flushing the toilet using the, the gloves. So I'm really, really excited and happy about my new packaging, but the reason why I share this with you once again is because I have spent thousands and thousands of dollars. I've learned some very hard um, lessons due to my packaging mistakes, and I just definitely want to pass that knowledge forward to you. So um, let's see what else um, Joanne had said. Um, I'm just going to give you. I'm just going to give you um, a quick little highlights here. So my first package was too busy, so lesson learned. Keep your package as simple and concise as you possibly can and use visuals. You have 2.6 seconds, once again, to get your message across to the consumer. Um, Let's see. So who are we appealing to? You have to figure out who your target market is. Once again, my lesson learned My target market was not children. Yes, my toddlers are using the gloves. The moms are purchasing it. So um, let's see what else. We're going to... wrap our first session, our first um, segment here on Paying It Forward With My Packaging. But let's see. So, oh, she also said it's really, really important. Get the benefits across to, con- to your consumer. Let them know why they should purchase your product and how it's going to make their life easier. Well, she said convenience really, really important thing for them to know. So um, being that your packaging has limited space, maximize it as much as you possibly can. Um, keep it simple. The simpler, the better. Illustrations are incredibly successful. So I think that um, those were all incredible um Tips that we received from Joanne Hines, the Packaging Diva, I must say. She has an incredible, incredible blog. So just Google her, the Packaging Diva, and try to get her her on her blog list, and you'll learn so much more about packaging. I also want to give a shout-out to my incredible designer, Joe Krolls, of uh, Graphic Arts, and he, he did an amazing job. Thank you so much, Joe, for, uh, you know, making our new package so incredible. So that's it with segment one of Paying It Forward this week, and we'll be back shortly. Thanks, everyone.
0: We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirossi right after these on toginet.com. Connect with Juliana and connect with what lies beneath. Friday afternoons at 4 3 central on toginet.com. Juliana is a marriage, family, and child therapist who wants people to connect. Connect with what lies beneath, those truths and answers. And through her counseling practice, she has helped others find their personal power and fulfill their dreams. And she wants to do the same for you, here on Connect with Juliana. Through intimate discussions, intriguing subject matters, and the expertise of her guests. For more on the show and Juliana, check out her webpage. Connect with Juliana in dot com. Yeah. Juliana will cover it all. Nothing is off limits. She wants to know what matters to you. Make the connection. Tune into TogiNet to connect with Juliana. To find out the facts that could be hidden beneath the surface, connect with Juliana on TogiNet to make a quality connection in your life. Friday afternoons at 4, 3 Central on TogiNet.com. Oh, Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Pinlock. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on TogiNet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Pinrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism, for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, ShannonPinrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community, so tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod, Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central, on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. As we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to paying it forward with Josephine Gerasi on DoggyNet.com. Well, welcome
1: back, everyone. It's Josephine here today. And um, today I have a little different way of doing my radio show. I thought I would give it a shot and um, pay all the lessons forward that I was able to grab by um, interviewing so many successful people with my show. Tomorrow's Pay It Forward Day, so I encourage you to try and do a kind act for anybody out there that might be struggling with their business. If you have some knowledge you could pay forward, you know, go for it. It'll help you, and it will also help them. It just makes you feel so good inside when you can help others. So um, I want to encourage everyone to go out there and pay it forward tomorrow. Okay, so I would like to wrap up um, the Packaging Diva, um, all of her business tips, with the five deadly sins in packaging your product. So I thought she touched upon some great, great things, and I'll just wrap up with the five sins. So sin number one, waiting too late to start thinking about product packaging. I have to tell you, when I came up with the idea of Glovie's, Packaging was not on my mind because I really, quite frankly, had no experience bringing a product to market, and I think it's so, so important. Make sure you do your research. Go out there and think about your product and how you want to package it. So think about it in the very beginning of product development. Super important. Number two, been uh, number two with bringing, you know, getting your package together is Not doing your packaging homework. The solution is, the important thing is to recognize that the more advanced preparation you do, the better your packaging outcome. So do your homework. Super, super important. Let's see. Sin number three, not choosing a packaging material. The solution to that sin is, in order to package a product, you must first narrow down the resource and material universe. So I think that's super important, especially with all of the talk about trying to become environmentally friendly. It's super, super important. Some moms out there just might buy your package, might buy your product quicker simply because it's environmentally friendly. So sin number four, not taking advice from others holy moly, this is so important. Put your ego aside. It doesn't matter what you think. The idea here is listen to the professionals, especially if somebody out there has done it before. Have an open mind. It's super, super important. So once again, the solution to sin number four is listen to what other people have to say about your product packaging. You know, you can learn a lot, but not only that. Once again, my favorite saying is, Um, Creating your product is one thing, getting them on the shelves is another, but the most important piece to this whole process is getting your product off the shelf. So you have to have the right packaging in order for that to happen. Sin number five relating to packaging, not being realistic. The solution here is, you know, once again, We all know that your product is fantastic, but you need to start out on a smaller scale than you envision. And gosh, I wish I would have known this on round one of my packaging, because now I have over 20,000 units of the wrong packaging that um, really is nothing to me right now, and it's gonna cost me a lot of money to have my packaging redone. The idea here is I wish I had Joanne Hines to tell me this before because she had a great point on the show. She had said that you can start out small; it doesn't matter. So now that I've changed my packaging, instead of having twenty thousand packages done, I can have five thousand packages done. See how those five thousand go, and you know what? You can always change the packaging. You could tweak it. It's better to tweak it when you've only had a five thousand uh, dollars, five thousand product run as opposed to a 20,000 product run. So that is the wrap up on packaging for Paying It Forward, so. I hope those were are wonderful tips that um, are going to help somebody out there um, come up with a better product, uh, better packaging. Okay, so the next guest I would like to highlight, I thought she was incredible, and I got a lot of emails saying that they really enjoyed the show that week. And it is Allison Lamar. Allison is an incredible woman. She she was so so successful at such a young age. In her early thirties, she worked for an um, an incredible company. Let's just say she was one of the absolute top salespeople in the history of the company. And she decided to go out on her own because she has a passion to help other mom entrepreneurs become successful. And the best, what I liked the most about her show were um, her eight lanes to life, in, uh, and I thought this was really important. She had said that life consists of eight lanes, and it is divided be, among your life and your business. So I just want to quickly tell you what the eight lanes are, and I think it's so important that if we could – be happy in each one of these lanes, I think, I think we would have a nice balance. We're always striving for that balance, especially as mom entrepreneurs. So, okay, these are the eight lanes. Number one, spiritual. We all have our own definition of that. But the, the important thing about being spiritual is just making the time and making it a priority. Number two, family life. I know that there are a lot of moms out there. I belong to the Mom Entrepreneur Support Group with Tracy Bisson. There's lots of moms always on the chat box talking about how they had such a great day yesterday and today it feels like everything's falling apart. And, you know, sometimes it's just a roller coaster. But for me personally, what I found to be helpful is, if I have a routine. Even though my kids are starting to get a little older, my oldest is going to turn nine, I have seven-year-olds, I have a four-year-old turning five, the objective in my household for me is to keep routine. If I can keep somewhat of a routine in the morning, getting the kids ready for school, they have their landing pad, they have their knapsacks ready to go, they sit down, they have their breakfast, we lay out the clothes the night before, The morning just seems to run so much smoother. So I think that's super important, you know, that you try to establish somewhat of a routine in order to have your family life run more smoothly. Okay, the third lane that Allison Lamar shared with us is career. It's really figuring out what you do best and what makes you the happiest. So it's super important to have your career and to spend time doing what you love. The fourth lane to life is personal development, and it's super important as we get older, I think, to really figure out um how we want to develop as as adults. and there's so many books out there. There's tons of CDs. Now we have iTunes. You can download almost anything you want to learn about. And I think it's super important because we get such an accomplishment when we learn something new. It's just um, important to keep our minds fresh. So lane number five is physical health. Um, Super important. Once again, we only have certain... Um, hours in the day, but I just know for me personally, it doesn't matter what I do, even if it's just 20 minutes. Years ago, I used to think, gosh, I had to work out two hours a day in order for it to mean anything, and it's just so not true. It's important, even if you could just do that 20 minutes a day to maintain your health, it's super important. And I find personally, when I find the time to exercise I feel better and mentally, I just am more focused when I'm working, so I think that's super important. Financial health, wow, this is super, super important because I think that in order to have peace of mind, it's so important to have your finances in order. It's important to sit down to plan, and it's super important to sit down with your spouse, your significant other, and to be on the same page. If that doesn't happen, everything becomes unbalanced, and it's not a good situation. So. Lots of times, you know, it's funny because I know when my husband and I were married almost 10 years, in the beginning when we had gotten married, there were no real set rules as to who was handling the finances, who was doing this, and we had had such different ways of doing it. So it took a lot of time to figure it out, but I kind of wish somebody would have sat down when we had first gotten married, and or even just the two of us sat down and came up with a plan. As to exactly how we were going to handle that because I think it's super important to, to plan ahead, to know how much are you going to spend on vacation next year? How much are you going to spend on kids camp? I have to tell you, I never had kids before, you know, before I had gotten married. So then we, my husband and I, we got married. Here we were. We had children pretty close in age. Now all of a sudden summer camp comes. Oh, my goodness. I went to the CYO camp um, in my grammar school that, if I'm not mistaken, it might have been free at the time. I never had any concept of paying thousands and thousands of dollars for camp. So that's something super important. And, of course, the most obvious is, you know, college education um, and retirement. So plan ahead as much as you possibly can because peace of mind is – so so important. So the seventh lane that Allison Lamar had talked about was social life. Wow this is so important because I just think the friends around you are are your support system and they bring you happiness and I don't know as I get older once again I just think it's so important to be around positive people who make you feel good If you have a friend that for whatever reason brings you down and doesn't make you feel super happy, you know what? Maybe it's time to shift gears and be around positive people because support is super important. The eighth lane in life is community. And that's super, super important. Being in, um, being involved in your community just can bring so much to your life. I'm the Den Mom of 15. Tiger cubs, and it brings me so much joy. I just love it. So give back, especially once again tomorrow's Paying It Forward. Give back to your community as much as you possibly can. So, with that, we'll be back shortly with Paying It Forward. Thanks, everyone.
0: We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirossi, right after these on Toginet.com. Cease and Me is on Toginet, a delightful, thoughtful, serious, and not-so-serious call-in show with Cecil Murphy and Twila Belk. Tuesday nights at 8, 7 central on Toginet.com. You know Cease is the veteran author from 90 Minutes in Heaven, Gifted Hands, When a Man You Loved Was Abused, and many other books, as well as a mentor for writers. And Twila Belk is an effervescent force known as the Gotta Tell Somebody gal. She's also a writer and motivational speaker who's always bragging on God. For more on Cecil Murphy, go to his website, Cecil Murphy, that's P-H-E-Y dot com. And for Twyla, gotta tell com. The show, Cecil Me, is a far-reaching, faith-based shared conversation and call-in show with questions welcome. A chance to get everything out in the open, from questions about writing to surviving sexual abuse, to the topics of the day, all from a Christian worldview, to help you. Season Me, Cecil Murphy, Twyla Belk, Tuesday evenings today, 7 central on Tuginet.com. LinkedIn, it's a great tool, and Carol McManus is the LinkedIn lady. With the LinkedIn Lady Show, Wednesday afternoons at 5, 4 central on togynet.com. The LinkedIn Lady Show is here to show you and your business how every social media site has a specific demographic, personality, and purpose that can benefit you. The LinkedIn Lady will have interviews each week with a variety of guests, such as business owners who will showcase their businesses and talk about how they're using social media to stay in touch with not only customers, but to attract new relationships that become customers. Other guests will be experts in social media who will speak to the use of Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Google, Plaxo, Squidoo, and, of course, LinkedIn. For more on Carol and the show, check out her website, linkedinlady.com. Join us, won't you, every Wednesday afternoon at 5, 4 Central. It's the LinkedIn Lady Show with host Carol McManus on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com.
1: Welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here. We are trying to come up with lots of business tips. So there, I have this incredible article in front of me that I thought I'd like to share. This is by, um, it's a website, it's called Because We Are Women. And um, I just thought that this article was great. It says, Getting Off the Merry-Go-Round. How often do we feel like we're just, I call it, uh, ring around the rosy. You know you have so much to do. How do we, then we get overwhelmed and then we get paralyzed and by the end of the day we look at ourselves and we say oh my gosh what did I get done today? I didn't get anything done and we start to get ourselves so worked up all the time. So I love this article because it really tells you or gives some great advice on how to get off the merry-go-round. So number one, It says, form good habits and become a slave to them. So when we do something for 30 days, it becomes a habit. For example, let's talk about losing 10 pounds. We want to lose, what are we going to do about it? And I think that's so, so important. Set your goals, goals down and just put them on one piece of paper and say, okay, if you really want to lose weight because, gosh, the summer is coming a lot quicker than we wanted to um, and we have to go bathing suit shopping, like it or not, I think the idea is set that as your goal. So your goal is you want to lose 10 pounds. Well, work backwards and figure out what do you have to do in order to lose those 10 pounds. And I think it's super, super important. I'm going to give a little plug for Weight Watchers in here. I must say, after my three children, um, I went to Weight Watchers. It is a super healthy way, and it teaches you how to eat correctly, a well-balanced meal. And, of course, you have to do your exercise. But that's an example of, you know, forming a good habit. Number two, greet the day with love in your heart. Okay, so when we go to the mirror in the morning, it's so important. Look at yourself in that mirror. And give yourself positive talk. Get all that negative nonsense out of your head. Start your day off with positive thoughts. Today is going to be a great day. I'm going to get more accomplished today than I ever imagined. And all of a sudden, your heart becomes light and you move forward and you you accomplish more. Number three, once again, set goals. Today, I will multiply my value a hundredfold. Positive thinking. It's, you know, try you have to think high to rise. So, which means don't beat yourself up. Let's get our goals sit sit down, figure out what you want to accomplish and go for it. Number 4, persist until you succeed. It's easy to get discouraged when we don't see things quickly, but persistence perseverance is key. I have to tell you, there are so many days that I say, holy moly, I, why am I doing my gloviest product? Am I getting anywhere? Am I getting anywhere? And I have to tell you, it's inch by inch. That's Larry Locke. My mentor always says that to me. Inch by inch, it will become a cinch. And inch by inch, all those baby little steps will get you to that big step. So perseverance is super key, especially as an entrepreneur. Okay, so number five, be yourself. You are nature's greatest miracle. This is so, so important. And every time I think about being yourself, I can think of Oprah. Oprah sits down on that show, and it just amazes me. She, there are no airs with her. You see what you, whatever you see is what you get. And she's herself, and I think that's why so many people love her so much, because she's not one of those people that have, you know, their nose up in the air and who pretend that life is so wonderful and so good. Listen, life's tough sometimes, and I admire those people who say, you know, wow, I'm having a tough time. You get to respect them more. You get to help them, and it's just super important. Be yourself. In good times and in bad, be yourself. So number six. Live each day as though it were your last. Be in the present. Wow. That's really, really hard to do sometimes. But I just know, for instance, yesterday, you know, I'm going through this uh, little thing where I have my daughter, who is four years old, who is in preschool now, and I feel so guilty that I am working. I wish I could just spend my whole day having tea parties with her, and taking her shopping, and um, it's so, so difficult. And last week, because the kids were off of school, I said, you know what, I'm taking the day off of work, and I took my daughter for a manicure, and Oh, my gosh, she was the happiest little girl on the face of the earth. She was so proud. She said, Mommy, now we can be twins. We went. We had a beautiful lunch. I went. I had my makeup done, and the makeup artist put sparkly eyeshadow on her, and she just felt like the prettiest little girl, and it made me super, super happy. And the reason why I tell you that story is because sometimes you just have to stop what you're doing and enjoy the day enjoy where you are today enjoy your family enjoy your children because life does go by so so quickly and um gosh before i know it i know that my kids are going to be going off to college so it's hard the day-to-day routines are important but you also have to just stop and enjoy the moment okay so getting off the emotional roller coaster number seven Be the master of your emotions. Well, let's see. What do they mean by this? Weak is she or he who permits her thoughts to control her actions. Strong is she who forces her actions to control her thoughts. Wow, how important is that? So here we are. We wake up. We're not in the best mood. Maybe we didn't have a great night's sleep, but we get into motion. It's super important to just Keep going. Have I think what has helped me personally is to get my list ready the night before of what needs to be accomplished the next day. I need to know my schedule. I need to know if I have to pick the kids up from school or if one of the kids has a birthday party. I just need to be focused on what I need to accomplish for the day, and that really, really helps a lot. So number eight, laugh at the world. Life is too short, so have some fun. You know, one of my favorite sayings was by, you know, my first husband, Jerry Cantwell, used to always say, if you lose your sense of humor, you ain't got nothing. And how true and how important is that? Laughter really does make things better. Number nine, seek guidance. You know, once again, we're talking about spiritual spirituality here. You know, everybody has their own way about you know, doing that, but seek guidance. That's super important. Number ten, act now. Action is the food and drink that nourishes my success. So, super, super important. Know what you want to accomplish and act on it. Be a doer. Super important. So, I thought those were wonderful, wonderful tips. Once again, it's because we are a woman. She has a wonderful blog. So, um... You can look that up. But with that, we will be back shortly with our last segment of Paying It Forward. Thanks, everyone.
0: We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirossi. Right after these on togynet.com. She's ready to help both men and women get into a better place. Helen Wu is also the author of Self-Aid Success Stories, 25 success stories from successful entrepreneurs. Inspired by Ellen DeGeneres, Helen wants the world to know that just because we find ourselves in a difficult situation doesn't mean we have to stay there. We can aid ourselves to a better life. So join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu. Wednesday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. The Way of the Toddler will host Lita and Lori Hamilton. Is a show unlike any other parenting program you've ever heard. Zen Masters in Diapers? Yes. Join us Tuesday afternoons at 5, 4 central here on TogiNet as we celebrate parenthood as a spiritual path for a journey to inner peace. With thought-provoking and spiritually compelling guests, each week, Lita and Lori will explore how our children help us with the lessons we came here to learn, adding deeper meaning to our lives and relationships. While giving you valuable gems to add to your unique parenting toolkit, check out the website, thewayofthetoddler.com. With great humor and honesty, Lita and Lori will demonstrate how inner peace is possible, even when surrounded by poopy diapers and piles of laundry, and what we can learn from the innate wisdom and natural spirituality of our Zen masters and diapers. It's The Way of the Toddler, with Lita and Lori Hamilton. Tuesday afternoons at 5, 4 Central, here on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on Toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here,
1: and we have our last segment of Paying It Forward, I hope everyone enjoyed all of the tips that I'm paying forward today. And um, I'm just going through my folder here, and I have some wonderful – I have an article here that I think is really great. It's full of tips. It's 25 projects you can outsource to a virtual assistant. This is an article that I got off of elance.com, and, um, unfortunately, it doesn't have the name of the person who wrote this article. Um, I wish I could give him credit for it because, or her, because it's such a great, great article. But, um, okay, I'm sure they wouldn't mind me sharing it with you. So, here, let's go through this. You know, one thing that we learned that's super important about running your business, do what you're really good at and outsource the rest. But sometimes it's really, really hard to let go. So um, this article was so good, I thought, because these are projects that you can outsource to a virtual assistant. And once again, that person doesn't even have to be sent or locally near you. They could be, you know, it doesn't matter where they are in the United States or even overseas. Some people are, you know, outsourcing a lot of stuff even to India. Um, So anyway, with that, let's get started. So the first project is um, there's actually five sections that pertain to research. So research takes a lot of time, as everyone knows. Let's outsource that to a virtual assistant. Number one, they could do sales leads. Gosh, that really is a time-consuming thing. But as long as, well, without sales, you don't have business, as everybody knows. So if you're spending time meeting prospective clients and servicing existing customers, it's hard to find new leads. A virtual assistant can find and research individuals, companies, and technologies via blogs, websites, and forums. They can prepare reports and briefs to help you determine who to contact next. With the right information in hand, you can focus on developing new business relationships instead of having to spend time researching. So I think that's an incredible, important tip. So have your virtual assistant do sales leads. Number two, fact-checking. Blogs, podcasts, videos, and other media continue to make it easy for us to communicate. Every day, more and more people use those tools to reach out to customers, clients, and friends. To be persuasive, you need facts on your side. Nothing ruins your credibility quicker than inaccurate information. So a VA, a virtual assistant, is great to have. Have them double-check your facts. Super important. Number three, products or services to buy. How time consuming is it? Like now, I'm having trouble with my um, my internet service, my telephone service. I need to do a little bit of research to make sure that um, that I'm with the best provider out there. You can have a virtual assistant actually go through your entire financial statement and make sure that all the money leaving your business is best utilized, and you're getting the most for your money. In other words, once a year, do a financial cleanup and make sure that you're not overspending in any area. So I love that area, products or services to buy, you know, have the virtual assistant check that out, or products or services to sell. Say you're interested in starting a business, any business, but with all the competition, you're not sure where to start. A VA can perform a lot of basic research, products already marketed that can be privately labeled, products you can buy wholesale and sell at retail, products you can license so you have the right to sell them. The possibilities are endless. So um, if you're already in business and are considering adding a new product or product line, let a virtual assistant handle basic research while you focus on your core business. I love that. I think that that is super, super important. So this is all pertaining to research. Speech writing. Say you've been chosen as the best man at your friend's wedding. Congratulations. Well, that all sounds great, but what will you say? You know, it's super important, whether it's a wedding or whether you're invited to be a speaker at a business conference, have... How about you write the bullets, write about 10, 20 bullets down and have your virtual assistant come up with a draft, a first draft of your speech. That would save hours of work. So I think that's super important. So that's everything you can outsource to a virtual assistant regarding research. How about data entry and word processing? So what can a virtual assistant do? How many people out there dread Inputting business card information into your database. I know I am one of them. I just recently went to a conference and I came home with about fifty business cards. And you know, it's not, it's not um, a difficult pro- project to do, but gosh, it is time consuming how great would that be to stick all those cards in the mail, shoot them off to your virtual assistant, and have them input it right into your Outlook or your database system. So that's super important. What about website registration? It's so important to keep that stuff up to date. Many websites require you to register to, to get certain articles and information to sign up for newsletters or post your contact information for other visitors to see. It's a tedious process. We all know that. Outsource it. That would be great. Compose a list of websites you wish to register with, along with your contact information, and allow a virtual assistant to take care of the rest. You can also ask the VA to research other relevant sites you haven't listed, and to sign up. That's perfect. How many hours does that save you? Great. Collect contact information. If you need specific information about a current or prospect client, have your virtual assistant do that. How great would that be to come up with 10 um, prospective clients and, you know, within hours you get an email with everybody's contact information, their telephone number, and the only thing you have to do is pick up the phone and call them. That would be great. How about article submission? Posting articles in article directories, press release directories, and other websites can be a great way to build an audience and generate links to your website or blog. I love this idea. You know, I wrote an article not too long ago: "The Seven Things a Toddler Should Never Touch in a Public Restroom." And you know, it would have been so easy for me to just um, come up with my initial first draft, send it off to a virtual assistant. Have them look it over, even get somebody who's really, really good in editing. Have them edit the article, and then at that point, let them run with it. Let them post it on all of the websites. And once again, that will save you tons and tons of time. How about Craigslist or, you know, another classified listing site? Have them do all of your posting. You know, do you have a piece of office equipment that you haven't used in a really long time? What the heck? You might be able to get some money for it. Have the virtual assistant do that listing, and before you know it, you might end up with extra cash in your pocket just from something that was collecting dust in your office. Okay, we're going to move forward to events and trip planning. These are more things that a virtual assistant can help you with. Meetings. Let them plan or set up your meetings. You know, they can call up – You know, your clients or their secretaries, and they can set up your meeting. They can set up appointments for your lunch. They can – I I think that's super, super important. Have them get everything prepared for your meeting as much as you can. Prepare participant bios. Wow, this is a great one. Um, Once again, it's information that's given to them, but they can make it look pretty and ready to go ready to go to press or even for the radio show. As many of you know, if you go to the TogiNet website during our show, you'll see, the, you'll see the bios of each of my guests. And um, that's something that would be great for a virtual assistant to take care of. Okay, the next thing, let's see, travel research. Are you thinking about taking a trip, whether it be for business or with your family? How great would that be if you didn't have to spend hours going to Expedia.com or if you want to take a trip to Disney World with your young kids? That's a, an incredible thing that a virtual assistant can handle because it is, it sucks so much time out of your, your busy work schedule. So hand that over. I think that's really important. How about slideshows? Um, That would be really cool to have a virtual assistant do. They can create a compelling and interesting slideshow. It's really, really tough. Once again, I think um, it's important for the business owner, for you, to come up with the structure, the important foundation of your slideshow, but let them make it pretty for you. How about social networking? That would be great to have them help you post your blog. I believe that anybody who has a blog should really do the writing themselves because it is their voice, but I think it would be great to have a virtual assistant that you can shoot your daily blog to and they can just go and um, put it up for you, make sure that it looks pretty and everything. So how about your profiles? Wow, with social media, all of that stuff takes so much time, and it's so important to keep your profiles up to date on LinkedIn, Facebook, My MySpace, Twitter. It's just time-consuming once again, but a great project for a virtual assistant. Now let's see what else they can do. Um, general administrative assistant, that's super important. Have them do your voicemail management. Let them retrieve your messages. Email management, even if you receive hundreds of emails each day, chances are a number of them are routine. And if they're routine, that means a virtual assistant can respond to those emails using guidance from you. Um, How about gifts and cards? We can have a virtual assistant pick up a few gifts for you. That's once again saving you your valuable time. And thank yous and follow-ups, so, so important. It means so much to the clients. That is a great thing that a virtual assistant can help you with to stay on top. So I think those are the 25 projects you can outsource to a virtual assistant. Well, we're coming up to the end of our show today. I want to remind everyone, tomorrow is Paying It Forward Day. Please go out there and do three really rewarding tasks for somebody else, especially with somebody in business. So with that, I'd like
0: to thank everyone for joining us on Paying It Forward this week, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for being a part of Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on ToggyNet.com. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week, we'll be discussing accomplishments, lessons,